a couple of things I want to update you on here today. Uh, one of those things, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, the largest circuit serving the western United States, uh, President Trump and the Republican-controlled Senate have uh, taken the reliably liberal Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals and tilted it to the right dramatically. The Ninth Circuit, the largest circuit court covering many of the western states, California, Hawaii, and Arizona among those, uh, the court just received its 10th judge from the Trump administration. Let me give you uh, a comparison about how that uh, compared with Barack Obama. Barack Obama put seven justices on that court in two terms. Donald Trump has put 10 on in three years, and that is bringing a balance back to uh, the reliably liberal court in a way that it has not happened in the past. One judge from the circuit said the rapid influx of Trump appointees has been jarring Telling the Los Angeles Times, 10 new people that once sends a shockwave through the system. Uh, what, see, what liberals would do is they would, they would judge shop. They would go to uh, the Ninth Circuit when they needed something ruled in their favor, when they needed an activist judge. They would go to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals because they knew they would get the, the, the ruling that they needed. That's not true anymore. Not true at all anymore. In fact, the reliably far-left Ninth Circuit, which is the most overturned circuit in the United States by the Supreme Court, is not what it once was. Uh, many of Trump's appointments have been praised for their peers uh, on the Ninth Circuit, but others appear to be rattled. For instance, Judge Daniel Collins has been criticized for his combative objections to other judges on the circuit. Collins has definitely bulldozed his way around here in a short time, one judge from the Ninth Circuit said either he doesn't care or he doesn't realize that he has offended half of the court already. I'm guessing he doesn't care. He's a judge who believes in, in the way that he sees jurisprudence. He's not concerned about stepping on a few toes. Democratic appointed judges still hold a slight majority in the circuit with 16 appointees compared to 13. But Ninth Circuit judge... Mylon Smith, an appointee of George W. Bush, said Trump's judicial picks are about to take over. Trump has effectively flipped the circuit. You will see a sea change on a day-to-day -day decision basis now. Democratic appointees have controlled the Ninth Circuit since 1978. Now, why did that happen? Because the federal law changed then, and they added 10 seats to the circuit all added by Jimmy Carter to select every judge to fill the openings. Ronald Reagan got only three nominations on the circuit because they were all young, right, when they went in. And appointees from Bill Clinton and Obama built out the rest of the former liberal stronghold. Because the court was reliably liberal, it was often, like I said, the go-to court to challenge Trump policies or any other conservative policy, forcing reviews from the Supreme Court and overturning them over and over. Uh, it was... The Ninth Circuit that blocked the travel ban uh, deemed his immigration policies unconstitutional. The Supreme Court overturning all of that. The most overturned circuit in America. Still, delays caused by the lower courts can hinder the president's policies from moving forward. In total, the president has appointed 51 circuit court judges. This is the most critical thing when you look at November 3rd, 2020. Honestly. The judges on the federal benches of the United States, there's nothing more critical when you go to the polls 
on the 3rd of November 2020 than the judges that are going to be appointed by this president, pushed through by Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, which is why I again say I hope, I pray that Bernie Sanders will be the nominee for the Democrats, because if he is, the down-ballot Democrats will be in deep trouble. The down-ballot Democrats will be in very deep trouble. Uh, here's a quick update to a story we've been covering for you over the last few days. A Department of Homeland Security whistleblower found shot to death in Amador County, California over the weekend. And contrary to the previous reports, investigators have in fact not classified his death as a suicide. On Friday morning yesterday, 10 a.m., on Friday morning last week, I should say, Philip Haney's body found in a park and ride near State Highway 16 and 124, about 40 miles east of Sacramento. Everything we saw and seen is consistent with somebody putting a gun to their head, said Amador County Sheriff's Undersheriff Gary Reverend. We're not making a statement that this was, in fact, a suicide, however. <clears throat> Previous reports indicate that it was a suicide, but deputies haven't made that determination. Every death that occurs in the county when it comes to something like this, we treat and look at it as a homicide until we prove otherwise, so said Redmond. So the judge, the judgment, the, the, the rush to judgment to say it's a suicide, not the case. Not the case at all, in fact. Uh, they said we're going to look at this case, and because of who he was and what he was up to, it is worthy of much deeper review, much more review. Philip Haney was a guy who said that the Obama administration had systematically eliminated all of the information on Muslim terrorists, gotten rid of the information, buried the information, deleted the information. And why? Well, law enforcement and federal law enforcement said it made it very difficult for them, almost impossible then for folks to connect the dots of who the terrorists were, where they originated, how they were operating, and who they should be looking at. So Philip Haney conveniently dying just before he was about to release another book is highly suspect, highly suspect, to say the least. What will come of it? Anybody's guess. But it is worthy of a, a much deeper investigation. All right, so we're heading toward the back end here of hour number two at CPAC 2020. I'm Steve. We're live from the Gaylord Resort here in National Harbor, Maryland. Beautiful place, by the way, if you've never been here. Beautiful place. Uh, the vice president will be here today. The president coming in on Saturday for CPAC. It's a collection of all the conservatives getting together. It is 52 after. It is the Steve Gerber Show. Protecting Michigan's waters is critically important, and so is providing the energy that fuels Michigan's quality of life. A tunnel for Line 5 is the right solution. This underground concrete tunnel housing Line 5, deep under the Straits of Mackinac, means multiple layers of protection and virtually no chance of a leak into the Great Lakes. It also eliminates the possibility of an anchor strike, and it means no interruption to the energy that Michigan needs. Learn more 
at Enbridge.com slash Line 5 Tunnel. Here's a bright idea. Get to your Roxor dealer today for $1,000 off a 2019 Roxor. Plus, a no-cost 40-inch KC LED light bar with its box steel frame and powerful turbo diesel engine. Roxor is a side-by-side workhorse that's ready to tackle every job you throw at it. Plus, you won't have to stop working when the sun goes down. For complete details, visit RoxorOffRoad.com to find your local dealer.